0: And welcome to another episode of The Good Night Show with me, Daniel Van Kirk. It is Thursday, May 7th, around 12 a.m. Rochelle time. And I am joined, as always, by my producer, Noah Everhart. Noah, welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, Dan.
1: I'm good. I got some of that... Uh, have you ever had Screwball peanut butter whiskey? Never even heard of it. It's, uh, I've it's had a peanut butter a stout. Uh, I like a peanut butter stout, but yeah, yeah, this is peanut butter, like flavored whiskey. I just, I just Maybe ordered I have it. Maybe had it. Tried some out. It's pretty good. Yeah? It's kind of sweet, but it's, but it's good. Okay. If you like whiskey and you like peanut butter, I suggest it.
0: <laughs> Does it feel like a dessert whiskey?
1: Yeah, it, it is on the sweeter side. It's like, if you were going to make an old fashioned with it, you don't need to add any simple syrup. Like really? Like, it's,
0: it's all in there. Yeah. Peanut butter old fashioned. Uh, yeah. I love a good old fashioned. That's like the official... Cocktail of Wisconsin, so I was mm-hmm. having those long before. Uh, not that I'm cool, but just madmen really brought back the old fashioned in our society, and sure. they never left. If you were a Van Kirk drinking in Wisconsin, or anyone drinking in Wisconsin yeah. for that matter, what no, do you
1: what do you put? Do you what kind of fruit do you put in there? Do you put a cherry? Do you put a yeah? They'll just put a orange? cherry,
0: and maybe a piece of orange. I mean, it's not too fancy That's up in Wisconsin. I mean, there are fancy yeah. spots, but it's like a Maraschino cherry. And actually, a lot of times. In Wisconsin, the old-fashioned is a brandy. It's a brandy old-fashioned, oh, which is I like what that. I drank long before I was doing, you know, uh, like a uh, a bullet rye old-fashioned, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite ways to do it. Um, maybe you're having a cocktail right now as you wind down your day or your night and you are listening to us, or maybe you're listening to this after it drops, uh, maybe a few days later or the next day and you're having a cocktail because you've earned it I just hope that you drink responsibly. Um, Do you want to become a part of this show? You can. I want to tell you because I want you to do just that. You can contact us at 609-955. That's 609-644-4855. Or email us at thegoodnightpod at gmail.com. I bring that information up because this episode, where we talk about everything that we are being entertained by, is great when we hear from you. Every show is actually great when we hear from you, but this one specifically, we want to hear what you are being entertained by. So use that information, call 609-955, leave a voicemail, or use that number to send a text, or email us at thegoodnightpod at gmail.com. Come and tell me what you're being entertained by. While you're at it, feel free to uh, ask me any sex and relationship advice question you have or tell me about something you are finding in your life that's been positive in the last week or anytime recently for that matter. We do that tomorrow night, but you still have time to send us your positive stories. If we don't get into it this week, we might get to it next week anyway. All right, let's dig right in to this episode. As I said, every thursday uh, morning night whatever however you want to look at time we talk about everything that we are being entertained by i want to start out with one of the biggest things that is entertaining me i look forward to it every single sunday and it is the last dance on espn for anyone who hasn't caught up or isn't aware the last dance follows the chicago bulls in their 1998 season when they knew that phil jackson would not be the coach after that year they assumed that uh Michael Jordan was going to keep his word and not play for anyone other than Phil Jackson. And it was feeling like the end of a dynasty for a team that had won three championships, took two years off, and then won two more and was now going for their sixth championship in eight years uh, I don't care what field you're in. If you are the top of that field for six times in eight years, it's pretty impressive. And they follow the Chicago Bulls as they do that. They also kind of give the backstory for all the major characters and where they came from. And it really, you know, the main focus is Michael Jordan and his career, but the scope is is larger than that. One, because it's a team sport. And two, uh, it took more people than just him to win those championships. But uh, it's really good. Are you watching it, Noah? I am. Uh, I, I caught up last night.
1: Okay. Um, it was great with, with Five and Six. I loved Six because there was a little brief cameo by my Uncle Steve, who is a uh, sports sports uh, journalist. You could see him in, in the window in one of the shots. Really?
0: That's so uh, cool. Yeah, it
1: was really cool. Uh, what uh,
0: part were they talking about, or when did he show up?
1: It was right when it cuts to black and white in episode six, Mm -hmm. like randomly cuts to black and white for no reason. Yeah. Uh, But right when it does that. And that was 98 footage, right? What's that?
0: I think that was 1998 footage.
1: I think so because he's in a black and white to, where they're
0: drinking beer and Michael Jordan's yes. like, Oh, if this was when I got here, there'd be cases. People were drinking exactly. in this black and white and, and then you, there's
1: he, a shot where you can see out the door to like where all the media are camped out waiting for him to come out. And uh, you just see I could see <laughs> Uncle so Steve cool. just like looking did through he, the door right away. Did the you know
0: he was gonna be in that episode? Did he know?
1: Um I saw it because I saw my cousin post about it a oh, couple okay. days ago, okay. and then I. W- but I, before that, I had no idea that he was going to show up. I knew he would. send I'm the sure, what a surprise media for a long time. But, what a surprise
0: yeah. to your cousin too, who was like, I, th- I think it's my dad or yeah. or uncle, whoever <laughs> they're related to. The, to to them, um, yeah. So it's a really really good documentary. I mean, you, you know, I know that. No, we we kind of like uh, have chosen our passions as our careers, and. You feel that when you, you know, when you're like, oh, I'm, this is what I work towards. This is what I want. This is more than just a job to me. But when you see, I mean, any professional athlete, period, but then let alone somebody like Michael Jordan, and you're like, wow I'm not, I'm not devoted to this at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if I have what it takes.
1: Yeah. Now, um I saw our our old good pal Ken Burns was was talking about the show and he actually hot take doesn't he's not going to watch it. Uh yeah, but I'm interested to-, to hear what you think about this cuz he was angry that Michael Jordan's production company was involved and he said it's not a real documentary because you know the subjects production company can't be involved and It's like it's entertainment it's fun it's not right a I, to me Burns that feels like martin you know?
0: scorsese saying that comic book movies aren't cinema um yeah you are getting to a point then when you're like splitting hairs among personal preference on the way something should be made you know like yeah. not to dig into another thing i'm watching but like in the great british baking show you'll go i just saw them go around saying like how you're supposed to like they were questioning the way some people were like crimping their empanadas, and it's all like, mm-hmm. well, at the end of the day, if this tastes good, don't really yeah. fucking worry about how I got it done. Yeah. you know what I mean.
1: Besides, Paul Hollywood freaks out anytime someone puts chocolate and peanut butter together, like <laughs> it's never been done before. It's like, dude, come
0: on. As long, hey, on. as long as the flavors are good. Um, <laughs> but for me, I do know this. So I listen to, and this is something I, I haven't talked about enough. But I listen to. Um, uh, ESPN's uh, Chicago radio show out of ESPN 1000 hosted by Tom Waddle and Mark uh, Sylvie Silverman and every Monday they have Jason Hare on to talk and so he said that Ken Burns called him up and apologize, saying that his words were taken out of context, and that oh. he supports what he does, and wow. he did not want it to come out the way that it seemed to have landed in the media. And even right. and and uh, uh, Jason Hare, maybe if I didn't say that, uh, Jason Hare says that um, he told people from the beginning he was like, my prediction is is that this is going to blow up, and everybody's going to love it, and then you're going to have people who hate it. And then you're going to have, by the time it's done, you're going to have blowback against the blowback of like, why can't you just like something? So he's not really letting that like get to him one way or the other. Um, But this most recent uh, episode was kind of all about like the dream team. And that was a huge deal for me when I was a kid uh, that for people who don't know that felt like, I mean, that was just a beautiful time. Where it felt like everyone in our country, or at least everyone I was surrounded by, like, and maybe that was easier because it was Northern Illinois with Jordan, but man, we just, we knew we were going to win. It just felt like classic American bravado of like, Mm -hmm. well, we're going to win.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know I mean? it unites everyone together, except Isaiah Thomas, maybe. But I know. But you know
0: what's <laughs> funny? So they talk about that. For people who don't know, Isaiah Thomas was a basketball player who was known for being a part of a team called the Bad Boys, and he was kind of the spearhead of that attitude and that energy and the way they played with people. And everyone blames Michael Jordan for because Isaiah Thomas is is easily, arguably, one of the greatest point, guard, point guards of all time. But he wasn't part of this Olympic dream team, and all these other superstars were. And you know, people really put it on Michael and their rivalry as to why he was on a team that Michael Jordan kept him out. And I thought to myself watching it, well, you, you were, a, if you're going to live by the sword, you got to die by the sword. Yeah, and so if your attitude grade. was, yeah. I'm going to be a ass to everyone, I am going to piss people off and I am going to win that way. And you know what he did that the the Pistons won two they went back-to-back world championships, I believe, in 89 and 90. And so it worked. But then when you end up needing to come together with those other people that you've told to fuck off, you can't be surprised that you get left out. Yeah. Now, But, but that attitude, you won by it and you also died by it. So I don't think he'd trade two two championships to be on the dream team. And maybe somebody should ask him that if you could take back and have a different relationship with everybody and your team wouldn't be as gritty or as violent or as brutal and intimidate people. And you might not, you wouldn't have won those championships, but you would be on the dream team. Would you trade that? And I bet you he would say, no, I would not trade the two yeah. championships that I won. And you know what I would say to him? If that, if you sleep, can sleep at night with that, then you shouldn't want to because that's how you did it. That's how you played the game. Uh, Let's take a quick break. You're going to hear from uh, some people who support us. You can support them, which in turn supports us. And we'll be right back with more stuff that we are into and being entertained. Bye. Hey, are you looking for a way to let everyone know that you're serious about social distancing, staying safe, and being smart, but... You want to look good at the same time? Guess what friends, you need to check out Real Day Design. They have a variety of shirt styles that look and feel great while also sending the message that you care about your health and the health of people around you. You can choose from a short sleeve, a long sleeve tee, a crew neck sweatshirt like I did. I love the black one that just says social distancing club or even a football jersey style t-shirt. Any option is perfect for looking good and feeling comfortable in your own home or on a walk. But letting people know you are part of social distancing club doesn't just have to be worn. You can show everything Everyone in your Zoom meeting where your priorities lie with the Social Distancing Club coffee mug. So quarantine, but make it fashion by visiting Real Day Design online at bonfire.com slash store slash real hyphen day hyphen design hyphen co. Again, you can just go to bonfire.com and search for Real Day Design or put all those words into Google and you will find great clothes that feel great and you will look good too. Hey, I want to tell you about High Noon Hard Seltzer. It's made with real vodka and real juice because there's a lot of fake out there, but thanks to High Noon, things just got real. High Noon Sun Sips are the easy drinking, great tasting, sun toasting, blue sky celebrating, memory making, awesomeness in a can. Hard Seltzers can be made from just about any mixture of soda, water, and alcohol, but some brands use malt, liquors, and sugar to flavor their drinks. High Noon uses real vodka and real fruit juice for 100 calories of easy drinking, take anywhere deliciousness, and they come in four different flavors pineapple black cherry watermelon and my favorite grapefruit and also all the juice and high noon sun sips are real Yeah, they use a mix of juices to create each flavor, but everything comes from real fruit. High Noon Sun Sips come in packs of four and a variety pack of 12. You can find out where to get it by searching the where to buy page on their website. You can also check out your favorite grocery store, liquor store, or stay safe and practice distance socializing by checking with your preferred alcohol delivery service. High Noon is currently available in 32 states, but if they're not available near you, contact them and they'll see how they can help. So check out highnoonspirits.com and enjoy responsibly. High Noon Hard Seltzer, things just got real. All right. We are back uh, before we wrap up this uh, conversation about the last answer so much. We, you know, maybe we'll talk about it this weekend a little bit more, but we had a text from someone. This is from a little bit ago. Like I say, let us know what you're up to Text us, email us. It's uh 609-955 because you can become a part of the show. So I think I might have missed this, but it says right here. Uh, this is the text. Do you know if slash where I can watch the last dance? If I don't have regular TV and only use streaming services side note, I actually got to attend the parade and rally in grant park when the bulls came home after winning the 98 championship i was in eighth grade and so excited just seeing their cars drive in and i'm going oh my god michael jordan is in that car definitely a highlight of my life love sarah uh yeah sarah i think it's primarily on espn plus and if you haven't signed up for um Disney Plus, I think there's a package where you get like Disney Plus, Hulu and ESPN Plus for maybe 12 bucks a month, which is a, feels like a pretty good deal to me. Um, so I think it's primarily on ESPN Plus is the only place right now that you can uh, access The Last Dance. Although if you do YouTube TV, I know that you can obviously watch it through there too. And it's part of like the library where you can access things later. I went to, I think after in 91, after they won their first championship, I also went to Grant Park and I, I'll, I'll remember that uh, for the rest of my life. I never got to go to a game. We couldn't afford to do that, but I got to go to the park and be uh, part of the celebration. So that was pretty cool. Um, I also, as we talk about TV, I did start the repair shop. It is lovely and wonderful. I really enjoy it. So thank you to the listener that turned me on to that. Noah, you're watching Killing Eve?
1: Yeah, I finally uh, I finally just started watching it. I watched about a season and a half of it in like two days and it's great. Okay. Yeah, it's, uh, it's entertaining. It's thrilling and... Uh, Nice. got a great cast.
0: Sandra Oh, one of the first celebrities I saw when I moved to uh, Los Angeles. Yep. Uh, We also have a text here from area code 312 which is Chicago baby. What we do in the shadows. Movie and show is so good. Matt Barry is amazing and yes, the vampire court scene is epic. So that's from last week. Somebody uh, from 312 telling me to get on the what we do in the shadows bandwagon, which I'm happy to do. We also have a text from a listener named John that says, DVK, I had to tell you thanks to your many references my girlfriend Ashley and I finally started." the wire and we couldn't be happier to have done so we just finished season three and all we can say is wow i mean come on amazing thanks to you noah and the whole good night cast for all your content during these difficult times best john i'm telling you man it's uh you know we're talking about documentaries there are times when the wire feels like that's what you're <laughs> you're watching yeah a i mean a
1: lot of it is based in truth yeah and there's based real reporters real, real, real baltimore
0: yep. police officers uh real former gang members who are a part of the show so it's great uh, we also have a email here from Diana. I'm here jumping in after hearing your last comment about Westworld and how you don't understand why Maeve is fighting Dolores. So, Westworld. I'm going to interject. Westworld finished. It wrapped up. We are we are done with Westworld for probably a year and a half or two years. They take forever to do those shows. Um, I I don't even know that this season was needed. I feel like it kind of started in the or ended in the same place where it started i think at one point they even called out why is Mae fighting to like they even the characters themselves are like why are you fighting me it it seemed like so much of it was a ruse they did a thing where like I, I don't like this in tv shows where we know that a character has learned something but we're not privy to what that thing was very much like uh you know sometimes that can work um uh like uh marcellus wallace's uh what's in the briefcase in pulp fiction you know but that's kind of like the device of that so but this to me is like oh now you want you it's a cheap way to build suspense for me in a tv show because they're doing it because i feel like it's not interesting enough to just tell us the fucking story um So anyway, it says here uh, about... Dan, you don't understand why Maeve is fighting Dolores. I brought it to Ryan, and after chatting for a few minutes, we have a baseline but still uh, fuzzy on the details theory. Our understanding... Okay, so Serac... I don't know if you're not watching Westworld, this is going to get deep, but <laughs> it says here that uh, one of the characters is using Maeve's uh, daughter to leverage to go after Dolores. I totally understand that. They say that uh, her... While he cannot do anything to her daughter and she is locked away in the Cloud Paradise after Season 2, Dolores has an encryption key that can get her Maeve's daughter back. And then she's also the key to tons of human data that this guy, Serac, wants to access. It's all in this robot brain of Dolores. We're not sure if they're the same key or two different ones, but Dolores has it with them. When Maeve and Dolores meet, they talk about it. Dolores doesn't trust Maeve and Maeve doesn't trust Dolores to keep it. Maeve can't stay Can't stay back if there's a possibility her daughter is in danger. That's why she's fighting against Dolores to eliminate the possibility. It does not help my confusion, Diana, but thank you so much. It's also, you can't ruin my enjoyment of the show because I don't know if I even like this show, but uh, I watched it. I think it's beautiful. You know what, for me, the the scenes with, I forget her name. Maybe you can help me here, Noah, but um, the actress who is from... Master of None, that's kind of where she blew up. Uh She has her own show, I believe. Um, She's an African-American actress who is amazing. I think she won an Emmy? uh, Maybe for writing on Master of None as well. But her and um Mr. Beast Mode himself, Marshawn, Marshawn Lynch, their characters, I would have watched so much more of this season about the two of them. That... That to me was like where the like meat was or at least the fun was um but yeah, it was really, really good to watch the two of them uh I'm gonna look this up myself unless you already found it Noah I'm looking i m d b maybe her name sure. is Lena why does that why does that make me uh feel like uh lena waith lena waith yes yes uh so her the scenes with her and marshawn lynch are what i i really enjoyed and i thought were great uh okay Let's move on to movies really quick here. Um, Noah, you said Mike Wallace is here as a documentary on Hulu about the life and career of newsman Mike Wallace. Pretty good? You'd recommend? It's pretty
1: good, yeah. If uh, if you're interested in the kind of discourse of, uh, you know, journalism and how we got where we are, Mike Wallace was a huge part of that. 60 oh, okay. Minutes, all that kind of stuff. Awesome. All
0: right. Um, yeah, really fascinating. I watched Children of Men, a phenomenal movie uh, by Alfonso Cuaron. And... Um, it's got some scary stuff in it. Uh, not uh, if you're going into like stressing out about the world right now, maybe don't jump back into Children of Men. But yeah. if you want to, see... Michael Caine is great in that. Very good in it. A uh, kind of like a dystopian future uh, that is just amazingly shot and creates a whole world. I, I recommend it. I really love that movie. Let's talk about some video games. We have an email listener, uh, email from a listener named Kate it says, "Good night, Daniel and Noah." Thanks for everything, and I hope you're all having a lovely night. I got a video game recommendation for you all. In order to combat some super stressful times I was having in the fall and winter, I got into a fishing simulator video game on my PC through Steam. The one I enjoy the most is Fishing Planet, which is free on Steam and PS4. Growing up, I'd go fishing with my grandfather. Oh, I would too, Kate. Uh, She says while camping, or they say while camping in the Poconos, uh Hello, fellow Pennsylvania friend, O Noah. Every summer through middle and high school, she would go fishing. Now, thirteen years later, I'm a vegan in Chicago catching virtual spotted bass, just like the one my grandfather had hanging on the mantle from a lake in Texas. It's not how much joy this absolutely banal game has brought to me, and I simply have to share it with you. Another recommendation: if you partake, a nice uh, sativa is a great pairing with the game. See you on the lake. I will definitely check this. Don't let me forget about this, Noah Fishing Planet. I'll put that on my PS4. We have an app suggestion from our production assistant, Lisa. The app is called Acapella, and she says, I've been using this with my friends the last few weeks. Here's the description. Acapella is the ultimate music maker and you can collab with any musician around the world. Whether you're a musician and you play the piano, guitar, flute, drums, etc. or love to sing a cover song or simply jam and record music, you can use the Acapella app as a multi-track tool to create multi-frame music videos. So for example, I lay down a piano track and send it to my friend, and he then records himself singing the melody to the song, and then he sends it back and, and adds harmonies, blah blah blah, super fun. It's all been great to keep the music spark ignited, and it's available on all app store so that's called acapella um music you guys know me i've been jamming out to um to my uh 70s and 70s classic rock and oldies music i dug back into some country music recently and even on cinco de mayo i uh we'll talk about it more tomorrow but i will say as far as music goes i just said play cinco de mayo music and alexa played something called like uh uh El Caliente or El Cantina, I can't remember what it was, but uh, it was just great kind of music to fill the house while I had some tacos. And then we have a podcast recommendation. We have a voicemail from Megan who recommends a podcast for us that also talks about our um, mysteries that we do, which has a recommendation built into there. But let's play that voicemail right now before we get out of here. Hi, Dana Noah. I just wanted to make a podcast recommendation for you, too. I think I've mentioned it to Noah before in person, but uh, the mystery segments always remind me of the Conspirators podcast. Uh, It's kind of like a Midwestern dad telling spooky stories and mysteries. I adore it. I highly recommend the Patreon, but you guys might like it as a resource for... Um, just looking up stuff about mysteries because he does a concise job that's about 30 minutes and spooky and fun and goofy. I obviously love it. But I want to say thank you again for the happy birthday message and bye. Also, this was Megan. I don't think I said that. Bye. Well, thanks so much, Megan. Um, I will definitely check out the Conspirators podcast. I like the vibe that you said that it described. Sometimes I can't listen to dark things too late at night. It kind of gets my anxiety up when I'm trying to fall asleep. I'm like that with even video games. But uh, I'm always down for another great podcast. So any listener should take Megan's recommendation if you're looking for something new to add into your queue. Also, uh, that's great. So that was the Megan that we wished a happy birthday to a couple of weeks ago. So it was great to hear from her. All right, Noah, I think that is going to cover it for everything, unless we uh, have something else out there that we wanted to talk about at all. I don't think so. What about you, buddy? Am I missing anything? I don't think so. I think we I think we covered everything. All right. Great. Awesome. Tonight's episode of The Good Night Show was produced by Noah Eberhardt. It was engineered and mixed by Brendan Lynch-Solomon with production assistance from Ben Zyper and Lisa Rubin. The theme music was composed by Chad Bouchard and the artwork was created by CM Dugan. You can check out more of his artwork at cmdugan.com. If you enjoyed tonight's show, you can get more content at patreon.com slash show. There you can sign up for The Good Night Show weekend edition as well as exclusive weekly episodes of some of our favorite topics plus you can get a super cut of this entire week's worth of shows as well as access to the entire back catalog of the hindsight podcast. There are three Patreon tiers available and the most comprehensive option is less than $10 a month. The good night show is not part of any network. So all proceeds go directly to the costs and people that keep this show on the air. Your support matters and is greatly appreciated. One way to support is to rate review and subscribe on iTunes and tell everyone about this show. Thank you again for listening. I'm Daniel van Kirk. And remember. No man is a failure who has friends. Good night.